everybody listen to the bearded men here on bearded men radio apple itunes spotify wherever great podcasts are given away for free my name is adam we got a special midweek episode for all you bearded men and uh, lady fans out there and it's a pleasure to keep uh, coming to you with new, new material we uh Hope that you'll support us by uh, liking us on Facebook and uh, sending us your great reviews and great comments, and we really appreciate it. Um, it's always a pleasure to do this show, and we would we would do it if no one was listening, but the fact that so many of you are listening in now 49 different countries is very flattering and uh, really appreciate it. And uh, thank, you for, thank you for being part of the show with us. Um, this is our Grind My Gears uh, show, so there's no introductions, no mercy, and uh, we're just going to dive into what we're uh, bitching about uh, this week. And um, as is tradition, I'm going to get started first. Uh, we have the great, the great panel returning from last episode, so Tyler, Casey, and Dave are all here, uh, which all fan favorites. Um, guys, let me tell you what's grinding my gears this week. Um, the... And it, since we're a film podcast primarily, this is very in line with, uh, very in tune with what we talk about usually. Um, what is grinding my gears this week is the concept of requills, meaning redoing a sequel. Um, this, this has the potential to completely destroy the entire film industry and fandom. Um, and it's being, it, you guys probably know even better than I do, what's being requilled at this point. I know Aliens is, is coming, um, Terminator is coming, uh, quite a few others that I can't think of at the moment. This has the idea, this has the potential to totally destroy every film franchise there is. Because in theory, there's no, there's no limit to how many times you can redo a, a sequel if we're going to go down this road. And the fact that, like, you know, like, after Terminator 2, the series went in a different direction. The fact that now James Cameron is going back and, like, creating another sequel to Terminator 2 in his own vision. It just, it it undermines all that film is. Like, it, it doesn't provide any stability to the entire film franchise uh, franchises. And... We, we've we gone on so many times about how bad sequels and how there's no new ideas in Hollywood. And this has the ability to take that up to an even worse level, uh, an even more insane uh, lowest common denominator level. So I, I've been reading about this all week, about the new requels that are coming out. And like, I'd love to get all your thoughts about it because it, it's just driving me crazy. And I, I like... It's, it, it's it, the it, it profoundly bothers me in my soul that this is happening. Oh, it, it does. But, you know, it's I was watching. You ever see that uh, YouTube uh, Hot Ones where the guy interviews celebrities yeah. eating chicken? Okay, so on one of them, he was uh, interviewing Matt Damon, and he talked about how the film industry is evolving, it's changing, and how it's hard to get those sort of, uh, not indie films on the big screen, but just smaller just higher quality films, something like a Goodwill Hunting. Like and Magic one Mike. of the things he talked yeah. about, one of the things he talked about was, well, DVD sales don't exist anymore. And you could uh, have a smaller film like this, and maybe it doesn't make a tremendous amount of money at the box office. Maybe it barely breaks even, but 
most of the time they would bank on DVD sales because he, he said that was That's kind of interesting. like having a complete new reopening in the theaters. So smaller films like this would be made, put into the theaters, but that's all gone now. It's all streaming stuff. So the only thing that's left are the big budget films. And he's like, if I'm going to, if a budget for a movie is, you know, a smaller movie, if it's uh, 25 million, then you're going to need at least another 25 million just to, you know, just to advertise that. Right. Like, or or, or yep. more than 25. It's, it just doesn't make financial sense. That's why so many of these are going to uh, going to streaming services. And you'd be lucky to see these films in the theaters anymore. And then on top of that, uh, the Chinese market. It's so fascinating. Yeah. These yeah. movies coming out that are so also clearly designed for that market. And I think films like, what was that uh, recent Amazon one? Uh, the Tomorrow War. I don't know if you guys saw it. it was Chris Pratt was in it. It was uh, it's a bad movie, but it's it's not just a bad movie. It's a bad movie so clearly designed to also play to that market. So it's just like it's like the the theater industry is just like in bad shape. There, there was a great South Park episode that I saw like a couple of weeks ago about <laughs> how they're all pandering to the Chinese market yeah. and censors and stuff. It's a huge part of it now. But yeah, you're right. The yeah. compensation model has definitely changed. And I guess we should the, have seen this coming, but it's pretty the, sad. The, the whole requel thing, though, like, I mean, we, we, we've seen, we grew up with sequels. And then I remember when I was younger, prequels became a thing, which yeah. I'm I, I not always the biggest fan of, but they're, they're okay sometimes. They can, I've seen some good ones. But now with requels, you can essentially ignore, you can take any film, this film could have six sequels and you can be like, we're going to ignore all six of them and we're going to pick up right where that movie leaves off. And we're going to go from there. That reminds I mean, me of the t- Halloween franchise. I feel like. Yeah. No, that's one of them that's doing it. Yeah. Well, you brought up Terminator. Terminator has got like right. three different storylines now. Cause there's like six sequels to it and they all do different things. And, and whenever they come out with a new Terminator, they go, they all say, this, and they go, well, we're, we're picking up where number two left off. We're ignoring the rest. And they all say, well, we're going to pick up where number two left off. We're going to ignore it. Like, you can do that with anything. You can essentially just, just keep doing it forever, rewriting every single franchise ever. And then there's no, there's no canon at that point. There's no, like, yeah. this yeah. is the story. That's and, what uh, I mean. These, it's a race to the bottom. To make a Marvel Cinematic Universe. They all want that. Yes, absolutely. Would it make a difference to you guys, though, if, yeah. like, let's say there was... A- a movie that came out it had a sequel that came out the sequel just bombed it was just terrible and so they were like hey we're gonna we're gonna redo this i mean like i for some reason i'm thinking of like game of thrones everybody hated season eight and what if they were like yo we're sorry we're redoing it with a different storyline hey she hated seasons one through eight if that makes any difference oh this wasn't your grind by gears <laughs> Shush. Right, the question's that adam uh, um what you're you're playing devil's advocate in that. What if there was a, a better version of what actually happened? Yeah, I mean, would that change your opinion? It is, it is annoying, so I do agree um, with it. But. No, I think because you have to... I, I'm a believer in, like, you kind of leave the art as it is. Um, and if it's not how you like it to, to turn out, then it's not, you know, that's what it is, you know. <laughs> but maybe I'm 
I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I guess I'm wrong because I guess they keep doing this. So it's um, going to be the new thing in Hollywood. So I'll be right back. I, I think it's more of a uh, a money grab, to be honest, than anything else. It's just a. It's just another way. Now they're kind of running out of sequels and prequels to do. So now this is just another way to, um, uh, you know, to suck money out of a franchise. And at, at some point, it's just like it's just not enjoyable anymore. Like it just hurts the continuity of the stories and it, it just there's the integrity know. in filmmaking anymore there's none it's just a cash <laughs> grab and dave was right about the uh compensation stuff that's that's a huge part of it they need these big things to bank on more now more than ever but anyway that's what's grinding my gears this week casey what's grinding your gears this week Oh, let me tell you. So you're recently, always good. You're always so good at these. <laughs> thank you. Um, <laughs> recently, I um, was a passenger on an airplane, which I know is shocking during you know COVID times. But essential travel had to do it. And let me tell you, what is grinding my gears this week are rude airline passengers. Like I cannot tell you the number of people that had to be reminded that the mask goes over your nose and mouth. Like, it's been some time, guys. I think you know how a mask works. But even previous to COVID, I just want to ask people, like, when you land and, you know, you're taxiing to the airport um, and you immediately stand up before the doors have opened or anything, where do you think you're going? Why are you standing immediately? Also, can you... I do that. I'm definitely that guy. Especially when, like, we aren't even at the gate yet. The, like, fasten seatbelt sign is still on. Oh, I'm not. You're, like, you immediately... All you hear as soon as the plane lands is just, like, the the cascade of like click, 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 click of everybody. And just for once, I want there to be just like a really hard stop right after all those people have unclicked their seatbelts so they can just go flying. Like <laughs> you're obnoxious. Sit in your assigned seat. Also, there's a reason the seats are assigned. No, you cannot just play musical chairs with the seats. The uh, airline, the flight attendants need to count everybody and make sure that everyone's in their assigned seats. I don't really care that you're sitting in a middle seat. You could have paid to to pick a seat if you really wanted control over where you were sitting you just like the rest of us are peasants and are shackled to the airline so just sit in your goddamn seat and put your seatbelt on and stay there until we get all the way to the gate and i swear to christ if you do not walk quickly out of my way when i got places to be i'm gonna run you over with my cheap ass luggage like please be aware of your surroundings please pay attention or you know what fly spirit get out of my way <laughs> that is what is grinding my gears this week i cannot that's the spirit <laughs> yep, i cannot deal with people that are just like completely oblivious to their surroundings or other people on airlines or have no clue like what do you mean i i have to sit in my seat with my seatbelt on the whole time just do it like i get out of the way i want to defend myself in that what i will not do it until like they're opening the doors but like I've been sitting the whole time, I need to stand up. So I like. Stand. I know, and I know it's uncomfortable. But, but like, yeah. also, if you're like three rows behind me and you're like trying to push to get ahead of me, I hate you. I hate you so much. Like the fury <laughs> in my body is trying its best to shoot laser beams at you. Like, ugh. just be polite. Be nice to the flight attendants. They're there to save you if there's an emergency. Like, also, they hate us too. No one likes you yes. on this flight. Just shut up and get where you're going. I couldn't agree more. I had a, 
similar grind my gears a few weeks ago. Um, although it was more about people flipping out on airplanes. Uh, that was mine, but yeah, it's bad. Uh, I, well, I, I couldn't agree more. Good for you. Thanks. Good for you. <laughs> Good. You're so brave. Thanks. For Why don't you drive next time? Yeah. <laughs> Drive that thirteen hours. No, it's probably well, like God. Like a border 20, border restrictions. Driving is yeah. yeah. Driving across international borders is a bit Fair. of a good show right now. Uh, all right, Dave. What's grinding your gears tonight? Uh, you know, I, I I can't even like muster the energy for this anymore. Uh, <laughs> having some fucking family one in particular of my family member, uh, not close like a cousin um and just working all the time and interacting with people uh if you haven't gotten the vaccine just get the fucking vaccine i don't want to hear your goddamn bullshit i don't i i understand that you get all your news from fox and facebook i get <laughs> it it's incorrect uh they have the wrong take you're an idiot. Get the fucking vaccine. The views okay, and opinions you know. expressed on the show are not of the not of the <laughs> station. <laughs> I, it's so exhausting. Of the show. Before, I, I, I've, I've, I've had conversations with people on on uh, not du- uh, directly on my route, but in Hadley, or some just not wanting to get it, and just trying to have just you can see that they're going through all these mental gymnastics to justify not getting it. And hopefully you won't scold them for it. But at this point, it's just, I don't care what the variant is. It's available. Just get the vaccine. 99% of the people who are in the hospital because of COVID don't have the vaccine. They didn't get the vaccine. Don't be stupid. And I see a lot of, and it's always people who are like older and a lot of them are out of shape. You're going to fucking regret it. You get that COVID, you're going to regret it. I mean, you've seen recently on the news, like people who didn't want to get it, didn't believe in it. And now they're in the hospital and they're on like breathing apparatuses and they're like, oh, go get it. Go. I regret this. And I know it's a bad take, but you kind of I'm to borrow a line from the Joker. You get what you fucking deserve. You know, if you've been pushing this anti-vax shit for the longest time and you get sick and you're in the hospital, and you you try to set up some sort of GoFundMe to pay for your bills, you can go fuck yourself. You fucking <laughs> get what you deserve. You fucking get what Amazing. you deserve. Amazing. You influence, you try to influence other people. You probably have family members that are, that are vulnerable, and they get sick. Fuck you. You fucking get what you fucking deserve. That wow. Was wow. Wow. But I'd like to think it does exist in this particular instance. Oh you're God. an anti-science. Um, you're, you're stupid and you're an asshole and you get what you fucking deserve. You know, we tried not to be political on this show anymore. <laughs> but that's, I guess, out that's the window. I guess, I guess I am amped up about it. That's what you are amped up. Oh my God. Dave is amped up. Um, you know, obviously it's out there. I I think I speak for all of us. We all agree with you. <laughs> it's, um, Before I, uh, when this whole yeah. shit was going off, I could be like a little bit late on it, especially if you're worried about the side effect. And I got, I had uh, Moderna. So, and it 
kicked for 24 hours. It kicked my ass. Like it put me out real hard. But then after the 24 hours, I was fine. And, you know, even if you have a bad reaction, that's a lot better than being in the hospital uh, for, I don't know, days, weeks on end. Who knows if you make it or not? Who knows if you have long-term disability, if it's really bad? Just get the vaccine. I don't care what it is, just uh, get it. I think, uh, yeah, like I said, we're trying, we've tried not hard not to be political on this show, but to be honest with you, like it's to a point where I think we should officially endorse that, that no. line. Um, I, yeah. yeah, I, I don't want to get into what I do when I'm not in this show, but I, I do work in healthcare and, um, seen a lot of crazy cases of like people who are really healthy, young and healthy. And it's just in some cases yeah. they've died. They haven't made it. And for me, I, t- I mean, I totally agree with you. I think I, I never have the passion that you have, Dave, but I totally agree with you. And um, <laughs> I, uh, you know, the reality, this, this show is going out all over the world. Um, so we would encourage it everywhere you are. Um, here in the United States, this, this thing has killed in the last year and a half, it's killed more people than any war we've ever been in. And which is saying something, which is saying something because we've been in a lot of wars. That's kind of our thing. Um, but like Dave, that was a really good line. He said, if you yeah. set up a GoFundMe, you can go fuck yourself. That was really good. <laughs> I'd really like good that day. made into a t-shirt specifically for this. I think that should be, I think that should, we'll make that a t-shirt at the end of Official the year. bearded men merch. <laughs> oh, God. I just, it's just the audacity of just having this such a strong, confident position and not getting it to yes. then completely flipping the script when it's you when it affects you oh now now it's a problem when i was traveling i was in canada where they're taking it far more seriously and uh, i saw something the other day that was like um of course americans don't trust healthcare. Like so many of us don't have access to doctors that we see on the regular that we have good relationships with and i'm curious like if we had a more universal healthcare system if we'd have a better relationship with medicine and science. Yep. I don't know if we want to get into this. We don't, because we don't want to get yeah. political. <laughs> yeah. Um, my, my counter to that is that we would not have had the medical industrial complex to have created the vaccine if, if it were a socialized system. But that's fair. Hey, that's Tyler, very, what's grinding your Yeah, what's grinding your gears, Tyler? <laughs> What's grinding my gears? And I hope <laughs> anyone who listens, who does this, will learn that they're a fucking idiot and change their behavior. Yes. Here, here. From what I'm, yeah, from what I'm about to say. Uh-oh. Oh, it's about something. Okay, good. And that's, I do work in this industry, but it would grind my gears even if I didn't work in the industry, which is when people go out and there's a big group and you insist on nitpicking on who pays for what, we have fucking Venmo. We have Cash App. We have Google Pay. You have ATMs where you can get cash out of them. Like, it's a crazy thing. Put it on one card. One card. You can all then sort out later when you leave the bar or restaurant who owes who what. Because you can get a copy of your receipt in paper format, via text nowadays, via email if you want. And then you can tell your friends they have to Venmo you said amount of money to cover their portion. 
You do not need to be sitting there nitpicking at a busy bar or a busy restaurant saying, well, I don't know. I don't know if I want to split it. I, I, I mean, you have, you, you have a more expensive meal than I did. And, uh, like, like I, I hate that. Like, if I'm out with friends and they want to do that, I'm like, no, put it on one card. I will Venmo you later. I, we are putting this all on one card. We are not being obnoxious assholes to this bartender, to this waiter, this waitress. Put it on one card. I, I, I cannot stand that we are in the, it's 2021 download Venmo, download cash app, download Google the, pay. The only, PayPal. the only Bring person cash. who I've ever been out with who does that is a bearded man who is not on this show. I know. Exactly <laughs> and we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I know he's also an incredibly cheap tipper too. Yes. We'll, <laughs> you're yeah. also an asshole if you're a cheap tipper too. So. Yep. <laughs> Um, wow. uh, yeah, it's 2021 download Venmo, get a vaccine, bada bing, bada boom. Can I piggyback on that too? Can we stop doing the thing when you, when you go to eat and you put the server in the uncomfortable position of fighting over who's going to give you the card? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I cannot yeah. stand that. The That's first person bad. that hands me their card, I'm taking it and I'm walking away. I do not care who's, I, I will literally, I'm gone. S- bye. The first person to hand me their card, I make the jokes. Customer come I, I go, hey, they won the race. They're paying. You get the yeah. card out the fastest. You win. And if you if if you really want to win, if you want to be the one who pays, then you get up and you say, I gotta go to the bathroom, and you sneak behind your friend's back and go, can and you, you close the tab it. on this card? Put yep. it all on this card, please. Do not put your server in that situation yeah. where they're like, don't you dare take his card. No, you take my card. No, it's my birthday. It's, yo, I don't give a shit. I don't got time for that. I got three other tables. I'm taking someone's card and walking away. I don't referee card fights. Y'all figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> Download Venmo. Download Venmo. It's not even an ad for Venmo, but God damn it. It's a pretty easy <laughs> app to use. Use fucking Venmo. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> There's a lot of anger on this show. <laughs> There's a lot of this is a lot of anger, myself included. Um all right, everybody. Well, thanks for uh thanks for joining us. This has been a fun uh, grind my gears. Please check us out uh this weekend for the next installment of our most overrated uh film series, which uh, all of you have participated in. We really appreciate that. Please uh like us on Facebook, message us at the show at beardedmenradio.com. And you can also listen to uh, our older shows uh, both there and online on all the podcasting services. Hey, thanks so much for the panel. You guys are great. You, we all need a little therapy, and I think this was it. So <laughs> it's beautiful stuff. All right, thanks, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Bye for now. <laughs>